Hey everybody, quick housekeeping here. Our first episode of the Crafty Ass Female Book Club is airing Friday, June 15th on Patreon. It is a Patreon exclusive and you can hear it by signing up at patreon.com slash craftyassfemale. It is available to Patreons $5 and up and you get to catch the video if you are a $10 and up subscriber. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. Otherwise, check it out on patreon.com slash craftyassfemale. Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hey, Amanda. How are you? It's been a weird week. <laughs> it has been a weird week. Yeah, it's been a weird decade. <laughs> I totally feel you on that. <laughs> no, but um, good overall. Good overall. Into June. We already discussed last week how we can't believe it's June, but we're here. We're doing it. Piece by piece. Post by post in reference to today's episode. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Picture by picture. Yeah. <laughs> caption by caption. Hashtag by hashtag. Oh boy. Oh boy. 2018. <laughs> so social media, Kristen. Social <laughs> media. You know, I was thinking about like in reference to now we're on episode 30. What the what? Okay, first off. And just in reference to our past 30 episodes, past 29 episodes, um, we've touched on this quite a few times. And we felt the importance to revisit it in a full-on themed episode. Yeah, that's true. We haven't ever actually done a social media episode. We did the Instagram Best Nine, LOL. All about Um, posturing and kind of touched on that. Thursday 3 was I think our next yeah. or comparison I think about was selfies. the next one. Um, yeah, and they've all kind of been and then Ellie Edwards had a big yeah. like spin off tangent conversation about social media and her business and her intention, like making it an actual goal to give her life space from it. Right? Even though yeah, she uses and we it. talked with Erica because her whole life revolves around social media and working with her church. Yes. And then Nita's but like Yeah. Nita was like, don't fake it for the gram. That was a big, like, theme with her and not wanting to put her face attached to her social media account because she wanted it to be about the way. It's like, I feel like it's worked its way into everything. It really has, and it really does, and it's um, pervasive, Yeah, I think, is, is one of the best words to describe how it's gnawed its way into a lot of our lives it's tangled up in the way we live agreed and as two hosts of a podcast that promotes resourcefulness and being crafty women finding your way through the world like it's just another way that we have to be resourceful as women protecting ourselves protecting our image protecting our businesses how much do we work it into all that so I think it's only right that we revisit and talk about this. Yes. Yeah, I think protecting ourselves is a really important p- 
part of it. Um, I think that's a really, actually, I'm really glad you brought that up and we're talking, I'm going to talk about that first. I'm going to talk about that first. Um, so as someone who grew up on the internet, as someone who's been on the internet since she was a teenager, protecting ourselves from danger, protecting ourselves from people who want to hurt us, whether it's trolls, whether it's bullies, whether it's people who have, um, you know, more malicious intent. Uh, there's a lot of ways in which we can get hurt online. Uh, there are people who want to feed us fake news. There are people who want to steal our credit card numbers and our social security numbers and our uh, identities so that they can buy $600 worth of shoes or, you know, steal all of the money in our bank accounts. Not that, like, you know, that would really do anything for us, but, like... Have you ever you know, got for your some... identity stolen? No, I have not. I've gotten... Like my credit card identity, like my bank info. That sucks. It, it was, it was scary on a whole nother level of scary because yeah. you don't even like face to face see it happening or like you're not even sure if it happened. You just know something's wrong. It's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible invasive feeling. Yeah. But exactly like you're saying, and I think like what's funny too is you mentioned like you've been an internet kid all your life. You've said that a few times, and I think that yeah. you were you recognize that media has been around like the only that you mentioned this that the only thing that makes it social is how accessible it is but that this whole avenue of like media is how we've always been communicating and you've been engaged with it and recognized it as such I on the other hand I guess I I had I, I don't I remember a time when there wasn't when I wasn't on the internet or the computer, it like gradually happened throughout elementary school. And then it, it was like a fun game. And then it just became, so for me, it wasn't an always thing. Yeah. But you're right. Like it's always been there. I just always reference it being new because of how newly social and newly accessible to everybody it is not yeah, just sure. the collect few not just the people who are trying to market something it's it's to everyone in everyone's life and I think like the whole protection part of it is because just like anything there's pros and cons to social media pros and cons to the internet but you're talk talking about protecting yourself from the cons of it because yeah and yeah and like so like growing up as as a teenager as uh, as somebody who met friends on the internet someone who went on forums to like literally make friends right. you needed to be very careful like you need, there were gross men on the internet who wanted to hurt little girls mm -hmm. and like from the time that you stepped on the internet you knew danger 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 there are strange men on the internet that want to hurt little girls mm -hmm. but you know danger 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 there are strange men who have always wanted to hurt everybody mm-hmm you know, since the dawn of time. Right. It's just now it has become more accessible. Mm -hmm. So we need to take measures in order to protect ourselves. And companies that have, you know, made the internet so accessible go around and it's their job. It's their job to convince you that the internet is safe. Don't worry. We have all of these privacy settings. If you want to make your profile private, don't worry mm. about it. 
only the people that you want to see your stuff will see your stuff. If you want only your Facebook friends to see your stuff, only your Facebook friends will see mm. your stuff. No problem. We will take care of you. Right. We promise. Right. Well, guess what? They're liars. Mm. They only care about their bottom line. And now let let me ask you this because I have something to reference that, but it like so you're you're kind of talking about again social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like these channels, especially Facebook and Instagram, who are now this conglomerate of power. Yes. But to sign up for both, it's free. So, well, it doesn't cost you any money. So let's go let's- into that. Yeah, let's go into that. Let's go into what's the difference between free and it doesn't cost you any money. Mm. Because, like, I want you as a woman to think about this. You are worth something. Your time is worth something. Everything about you is worth something. We know that there is emotional labor. We know that there is... uh, cost in everything and so when when these companies say it's free you only have to give this 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 and this well what does that cost you what does it cost you to give your name your email you know what is that information worth to you it's so funny because we both I think plan something to bring to the topic that we want to discuss and then so like I thought I was going to talk about this and bring this up way later in the episode, but here we go. So I recently uh, listened to actually only the first 20 minutes, I think, of Will I Am on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday podcast, right? So Will I Am and Oprah got down um, to talking, and he supposedly, I didn't know this, I knew him by, from the Black Eyed Peas, and he was like in the X-Men movie or whatever. He's like a technology like pioneer, like he, him and his company, like, or, or who he works with team, like they, he was talking about like artificial intelligence on there and everything. And if you only listen to the first 20 minutes of the whole interview, he goes into this and he gives, he goes to Oprah, he goes, who's more powerful? He's like, I want you to think about this. This is him talking about social media and all that. He goes, who's more powerful? And he goes, this bank, this bank, this bank. He gives an example of three banks. He goes, put together or Google. He goes, the answer would be Google. Then he goes, who's more powerful? Another bank, another bank, and another bank, or Facebook? And he goes, the answer would be Facebook. He goes, a bank's business is to hold and grow and save people's money, but it's less powerful than a free product like Instagram or Google because data is more powerful than money, which is exactly what you're saying. He's like, most people have no clue who you are like when you drop your pile of money in front of them, they can't tell what they just know that that's like, but when you give them your data, they know exactly what it's going to take to manipulate, yes. you, <laughs> sell you things, take all of your money. Yes. He says these companies are rushing into your home and mind. So he talked about artificial intelligence as this tool of like, if like us using our own artificial intelligence to have more control and power over how our own data is out there. And I was like, holy crap. Well, I am like, like mind blown. Like, and that is so true. (laughs) And that just leads us into the whole Facebook data paying yeah, Mark so Zuckerberg. Like, 
okay, one thing. Yeah. The Social Network movie. I didn't see it, and I'm I hate myself for it. It is one of my top five movies of all time, and I'm sure it will be mine, just based on what I the movies I love. But yeah, it's uh. So for those of you who don't know, it's the Facebook movie. Mm-hmm. It's how Facebook was made. It's a it's a legal movie. If you like movies about law stuff, right? Um, it's fantastic. I love it. It's amazing. It's wonderful, and it has the best soundtrack. When I need to work for an hour, mm. I put on the social network soundtrack and I will get 60 minutes of uninterrupted work done. But yeah, Facebook does not really give a shit about your privacy. Um, like why, why would they though? And like, we've all had that feeling scrolling through Facebook where it's like, how did it know that I looked that up yesterday or something like that? Like, you know what I mean? When it pops things up that you're like, how does it know? So Facebook ads allows them to sort by, like, literally anything. You know, where do you live down to, like, your zip code? You know, what are you interested in down to, like, granular things? What do you like? You know, what brands do you engage with? And based off of all the things that you like, all the things that you do, all the people you're friends with, they will sell you things that you are, that you have indicated that the computers think that you have indicated that you're interested in. And that's advertising now, man. That's that's the way it goes. And they make a ton of money on it. They make a shitload of money off of the things that you're interested in. Because I think about this in, in two ways in my brain. I think about it as the creative businesswoman that I want to one day be. And I think of it as Amanda who likes to share things on the internet always and likes to share things always. So I think like not everyone has that I want to be a creative business person side of them, which, you know, social media and the internet could be great for because it, it makes you accessible. It makes your ideas accessible. It makes you have a long reach. So using social media and the internet the right way to help with that goal is in and of itself its own set of pros and cons. But then I feel like the mo- majority of people on social net media and social networks are the people that just want to connect with friends and make more friends and share their life and not necessarily have a business goal in mind and become a brand. Just share themselves. This is fun. Look at me. I matter. Did All this stuff has been on my mind. So... For them, I don't think those people really understand, like, what is the worst that could happen if someone like Facebook is has another agenda? You know what I mean? You're still using it. As they this, do have another agenda. Right, but what is, as the, for the person who just wants to share with their cousin Bob in a different state what their kid looks like, why would that be dangerous to them? You know what I mean? Like why a lot Do you really want like do you really want me to go into what the worst case scenario is? It's terrible. I, it's really, <laughs> really, really bad. I mean Think I just feel like scenario. the lay person doesn't understand. I want to make sure that I get this right. Okay. So from May eighteenth to May twenty second, twenty eighteen, on Facebook, people posted things and they posted them as private as friends only, as acquaintances only, as things other than public. Facebook posted them publicly and didn't fix it until May 27th. So, you know, let's, you know, let's put some worst case scenario um, things out there. 
what if you are in, what if you left an abusive relationship and your ex was following you on Facebook, made another account, you know, under it, under another name, made several accounts under other names and was following you. And you, you only posted things under friends only. Now he knows where to find you. Now he knows where to find your kid. Um, what if, you know, you needed a mental health day and your boss doesn't believe in mental health days? And so you posted, friends only, God, I really needed a mental health day today. And, you know, you posted that you had a cold or whatever. Now you're fired from your job. Because Facebook posted all of these things publicly. And you just wanted to be a normal person and relate to your friends because Facebook is how you connect with your friends. Hmm. Right, it's, or it's, it's a guy's that you're plugged in and using this thing in a certain way to certain viewers that was completely out of your control, like not the truth. Right, and you think you're talking to your friends, mm -hmm. but you're talking to the whole world. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of us do things in private that we wouldn't do in public. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, life. I, I know I'm I know I'm coming across really harsh right now and I know I'm coming across like cynical because I don't yeah, think you I'm, are I think you're I'm, I'm coming you are. across like uh just tonally I know I'm coming across hard and like but I'm I you know you guys know that I love the internet and I just want you to be safe so far this episode the level that we've talked about is like legally and informationally and like that's a level of it and then what we've touched upon in the past is just emotionally and mentally like a protection for the engagement. Yeah, and I think legally is a really good point. Like, legally, there are some good protections out there. Like, California has passed, like, uh, revenge porn laws. Mm. Like, um, you know, if you text, uh, if you're, you know, dating someone, if you're, you're with someone and you send them some nude photos or whatever, and then they post them on the internet, then that's a crime now in California. Mm. But, like, they're still on the internet. You can't take them back. Like, so, and so there's, you know, that the person who posted them can be punished, but those photos are still on the internet. Right. There's, there's a, a, a there's no take backsies right. even when though, it comes like, to putting things on the internet. Right. Even though you can legally take action, there, the damage has still been done in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good segue into the new privacy laws that passed in Europe called the GDPR, which is the General Data Protection Regulation, which uh, governs all of Europe and... So maybe you got like one or two or like 97 emails <laughs> about it, um, which was really funny. Some of them were really good emails. Some of them were terrible. But it's basically that like now you have to formally opt into giving your data to things in Europe. It was really funny because some of the U.S. sites just totally opted out of serving customers in the EU because they wanted to just still mine data mm. out of all of the American users, which is awesome. More protections uh, against data mining, more protections against having your shit out there uh, for companies to use against your own will to manipulate and to sell you ads and to just do things that you are unaware of and just like shady business practices. 
And it goes back to that idea of like, even though it's not illegal, it's unethical. And you're like, it's a yes. part of like this corporation agenda, monopoly, all for money, bringing you these services for free, like we just said, but are unethically gathering all your information for their purposes. And that's just an unethical like system. You know, it's funny to go back to what you were saying earlier with uh, Will I Am and how, how data is the most influential thing. Facebook's not stupid. They know that. They know that they're more influential. Right. And yet they are like, oh, no, we're just a little social media site. Right. We don't know anything. We're just naive. Right. And that's dumb and bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, first off, like... It's just another form of posturing. It's... Oh, my God. Let's talk about posturing. Like, let's literally talk about actual posturing. Mm -hmm. Mark Zuckerberg sat on a chair and had a booster seat. He had a literal... I mean, he was in... He literally went to the U.S. Capitol and sat in a chair. This was the latest instance of him being there. Yeah. 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 And, like, he had a booster seat. Yep. Who... Who goes to Capitol <laughs> with booster seat in order to make himself look more, yeah, more assertive, more authoritative? It, right. Yeah. So his posture would literally yeah. be better. Yeah. He had a booster seat. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. <laughs> but I not. Mean, like, you have to point that out. Not everyone knows that. They didn't pan down and like show you it, right? No, no well, exactly. they, well, so they, they had cameras on the side of him, and a lot of people got pictures of the booster seat. Like, if you want to Google, oh, it will Mark be Zuckerberg. in the show notes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, who brings a booster seat right. to Congress? Right, but it's a right. little boy. Correct. And so, yeah. So I think the bigger picture of all this so far has been the key point of protecting yourself. The key point of being aware that this posturing is going on and I, again like and everyone is doing and it everyone from doing the top it. down yes yes and it's and it's again like that whole what you're saying is anything you post on the internet is now on the internet so something like revenge porn that you just brought up is now a thing and has to have a new law because 20 years ago, that was not a thing. No one was engaging in this type of behavior, which then wraps around to protecting yourself legally, protecting yourself, you know, all in your information, but also the mental and emotional repercussions that all this unethical, yet legal, yet activity is happening. So I think like, to me, that's the meat and the core of this episode and this conversation and all this awareness that we're trying to bring to it. Because we as women need to navigate around this. Like, right. we need to understand because, like, men aren't going, like, there's no need for men to create laws to protect themselves from revenge porn. Right. And so, right. like, we need to come together and have these conversations so that we can have the language, so that we can know what we are talking about. Yeah. And know what we're getting into and understand, like, how does this shit work? How yeah. does the stuff that we are dealing with every single day of our lives, how does this, you know, how does this actually function? Mm-hmm. And how does it have a role in our lives? And how do we function with it 
in our lives. Right. And and instead of just thinking as Instagram is this fun memory keeping tool, which is the pro of it, which you can't. It is. And, right. and, and we should enjoy it. Right. And instead of like having this like, you know, kind of like weird little anxiety about it in the back of our heads, which we have right. and we do. And like it, it with me, it, it's like right in the back of my mm-hmm. shoulders. Mm-hmm. And like I hunch over mm-hmm. a little bit and like that's when my bra straps fall down. And I'm like, uh, yeah. what is this? Right. Physical uncomfort, physical discomfort with it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, let's get rid of that because like, fuck it, man. Instagram should be fun. Yeah. And like, it can be. And when you are protecting yourself, when you know all of the shit, when you know, like, what you're dealing with, it can be fun. Right. And I think about my own engagement and I say, you know, post things that you would never be upset to be shared a thousand times right and that's what I think about myself I said don't but then there's a level of the artist in me that wants to be authentic that wants to be vulnerable that wants to maybe share something that would help someone else who's struggling so there's there's this whole but then so then I think of Instagram as this fun little space to share my stuff to get content content out there that I would love to be shared a hundred times never post anything that would make me feel shameful or or um exposed but at the same time you do want to be vulnerable and real and authentic so there's that battle but then when you think of Instagram as this fun place to share and only that you're not also realizing that it's now the land of brands the epicenter of advertisements the posturing capital of the world like the fact that it could be labeled those three things as well is you have to be aware of that so right yeah yeah and owned by Facebook yeah which we now have kind of talked about the cons of all of that yeah and like so when I set up our crafty ass female Instagram account it made me create us a Facebook account mm. I was like I don't want yeah. us to have a Facebook <laughs> account neither one of us have time Correct. for another thing mm-hmm. I was like we just want the Instagram account give us the Instagram account right but no when when you create an Instagram business account, it forces you to create a Facebook account. And that sucks. Yeah. But they own it. It's theirs. They can do whatever they want with it. That's just how businesses work. And aside from the connection of Facebook and Instagram and the forcing you, if you sign up for one, you got to sign up for another. for another. Let's just crack open the whole conversation about just being a business person in the world today needing an Instagram participating in IG story a Facebook oh a Twitter for those followers a blog so you can get personal a website so all your shit is in one space a newsletter because that is a different avenue that you could reach the most investors and a Pinterest oh and don't forget YouTube because videos those right there are about like 10 different 10 different avenues that you necessarily don't have to sign up for if you sign up for the other but as a business person in the world today you're almost forced to and that's another part of this mental emotional navigating that we have to do as creative business people as creatives who want to grow as creatives as creatives who want to share it's exhausting and it's draining yeah that's 70 hours worth of work right there and for no kickback initially for no time investment or money investment back to you it's it's you know it needs to be talked about like and i'm reading the book now i'm diving into um 
inventing joy about joy mangano mm-hmm. it's i've been so into it i love the movie i love her whole story everything and when i like i'm reading it and realizing you know 20 30 years ago in the 80s and 90s when she was trying to go on this creative path of getting her inventions known she literally she's like i called this person i emailed this person i made a mop i i went like that was what she was using to promote and if it was now she would have to have an instagram account for that product and a facebook for the product and be a brand already and like oh it is so i feel that even like i went to dunkin donuts the other day and they have their new summer promotion out right like so so everything is now color-coded and graphically appealing to summer. It can't just be Dunkin' Donuts selling donuts. The glazed donut is now labeled summer glaze. It can't just be glaze because it has to have this whole take and promo and brand to appeal to the season and the hype right now. Yeah, I feel like a lot of this topic has lived in after chatter because yes. because we wanted to touch on topics with our guests and in our shows. And then this is always a follow-up conversation because social media, this is why we needed this episode because it's always like, all right, here's all our ideas and content and exchange with each other. But now it needs to be. Now, how do we filter it so everyone can get access to what we put out there? And then that's where social media comes in. So it's always the next thing on our brain. If you're a creative, like, here's the stuff I made. How, you know, how do I use to get it out there, which is the draining part. And I think if, you know, if you are really feeling this episode and liking this conversation, you should do your best to sign up for our after chatter that we had from last week's episode, because you and me kind of dived in so then you said like so then what do I focus on out of Instagram Instagram story Facebook Twitter blog website newsletter Pinterest YouTube I feel like those are actually eight so those are eight major social media channels that in some way or another every big brand has because again a product I don't think necessarily has that but nowadays people don't buy products they buy brands and they and brand so so to be a brand, you have to then figure out how you're going to engage with all these ways to market and promote your brand. And then yes. I struggle with on a personal level. So then you say, okay, well, tap into the two or three things that are working the most or tap into the two or three things that are, you know, making you feel the most passionate about sharing. And lately mm-hmm. for me, that's been Instagram and social media. Like when I think about, because um, I've been expressing a lot of, frustration over my blog and my website that this time last year I was spending so much time pouring into thinking that the hub the website hub was going to be the space that I would put all my content and make it accessible and all that but people and when I say people I mean the easiest way nowadays to reach anyone is through these instant like the the more time goes on the more instant people want information which is crazy I think especially for the person who wants to put out information you're you're being called to do it quicker and faster and more efficiently and all all this crazy stuff that is almost inhumanly possible for one person starting up to do yes so where do you go if people want it instantly if you wanted to have the most initial appeal and accessibility Instagram now people are more gravitating to the quick and and snappiness and authenticity and rawness of Instagram stories so almost when I post something on Instagram that's quick and easy they want it 
they want to see the backstory even quick, more quickly and easier or my thoughts behind something quicker and easier. So those are the two places I've been living for my haiku posts and just posts in general. And you and me talked about how, now Austin Kleon in his book, I believe, Show Your Work, talks about two things, flow and stock. So now we're talking about social media in the business person creative output type way where everything you do every day and the content you put out is this flow of things but the way to really make it marketable and long-lasting and garner you any kind of recognition and, um, and uh, what's the word? Reimbursement, I guess, or money yeah. eventually. Sure, money. to get like, you know, paid. Right, to get paid for it, it needs to be stock. It needs to be this steady stream of things that form a pattern of what you can do for people or a pattern of what you can give and that's the stock but what happens is everyone is gravitating toward Instagram stories and Instagram because it's this quick easy place but they're the two places of the bunch that make it harder to gain stock I can't go back an Instagram story and show people what I've produced there's it's the hardest way to do that yet that's what people want the most of and the same for Instagram I've been known to search feed go back like if I didn't hashtag something that I can recall there's it is lost in the abyss of Instagram and that's an issue so I think that there's a really <laughs> I'd, I'd like to break this down with a simple phrase mm -hmm. the customer is always right okay and so here's how we want to break it down you're saying that everyone wants the Instagram stories so there's one way to interpret that and say the customer is always right. We should give them more Instagram stories. But if they're not buying anything, then they're not the customer. And so the thing that you need to figure out as a business owner or as someone who wants to get paid, like if you are a person who wants to get paid. Or just not be a loss on Instagram. Right. Who is your customer? Who is your audience? Mm -hmm. Who are you, you know, who are you talking to? Mm -hmm. And then talk to that person. Mm. Serve that person. Right. And it doesn't have to be more people every single day. Mm -hmm. It can be that you're serving a hundred people right do you have a hundred friends in real life like I mean right. do you like that's the whole thing like think about it like actually think about those numbers and like think about the number of lives that you are affecting and not just stupid numbers on a stupid screen on your stupid phone so true. like it makes me think of my haikus have been good for this because it, my haikus are my hundred day project I'll put out an idea or a notion or a quick little three lines and it's been interesting to see what people have responded to the most. Most recently, and it's funny because my haikus too have been part past frustrations I needed to express, part, you know, me getting thoughts and feelings out about anxiety and mental health and what I've been going through, and then part just social media commentary. I feel like those are the three main themes of the haikus that I've put out there. But most recently, I did like a social media commentary one where it said, Losing followers is way better than losing yourself to keep them. Yes. And that's been my most popular. I got over 400 likes, 42 comments of people just going, yes, amen, preach, blah, blah, blah. 
because we're feeling that. Like lately, like since it's been about a year since I left the happy planner and the company, right? And whenever someone visits, whenever someone new follows me or visits my Instagram in real life, they go, oh my God, you have so many followers. Like I have almost 10,000, never broke 10,000, but like whatever. But you know, it seems like a lot, but I've noticed I've, I lose some every day. Like the number goes down every day because again, in our best nine, we talked about the algorithm. We talked about like feeding into like, I haven't done as many happy planner posts. And I think that's what was feeding that, that exponential growth of like every day, a few more followers from this thing. But you know, when I'll see it, I'll go, Oh, like, you know, it'll hit me. But the content I'm posting now is so it feels so much better than just look at my spreads to get me likes look at my spreads to get me like like I feel like that was what the train I was on for so long and not because I didn't love the spreads again or doing that work again but that's where the likes were coming from because it was popular and now that I'm posting things that feel so good to me and feel so authentic to what I want to put out there and remember and whatever the likes are going down but mm, I feel more me than ever. So, I mean, yeah, it's the trade-off. Like the first thing we talked about today was when we got, when we got on our call before we even started recording Mm -hmm. was Anthony Bourdain and then Kate Spade. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that your haikus are doing and the things that our conversations are doing and the things that are authentic, real vulnerable posts are doing are saying hey this is what real life is like this is what and this and you this is the conversation that we need to be having this we're gonna have a really great show uh next week about this conversation but i wanted to bring it up real quick today while you were talking about this it doesn't matter if you have five followers or ten thousand followers if you say something that helps one person get through one more day Mm -hmm. fuck it it doesn't matter Yes. That's one more day with one more person on this earth. Yeah. And that's better than, you know, a hundred happy planner layouts with 10,000 likes. Yeah. And I'm so happy you brought that up because I've been thinking a lot in preparation for this episode. Just again, like the fact that that haiku about losing followers, everyone was like, yes, like because people are concerned again, like with the number and the likes and the heart and they think it equates to success or that something is resonating or whatever. And all that is good motivation, but is it? Because I think too, like when you bring up Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, and yes, we will talk about this next week, but I think it's, it, it, Nita t- has talked about this in her episode and with me where you have to be grounded to something bigger than just how social media is, is taking over our lives and, and calling us to, again, post this, post that, make yourself matter. Look at me. I did this. Does that mean good? Does that mean bad? Like even I, we talked about this in our episode, in that private chat episode that we had with our friend Natalie now, um, how (sighs) I fucking totally lost my train of thought. But anyway, yes, I feel that, but like, what is the antidote? I feel like now we're tipping over into, because you said it too. You said, you know, I don't really gravitate to, to Facebook. I don't really gravitate toward Twitter. They tend to be these channels that promote this negativity and it's hard for me. So then what's the alternative? So then we gravitate toward Instagram, which tends to be this more positive place, but then you get stuck into the trap of 
if I'm not being positive, am I being inspirational? Or if I'm not being, if, if this platform is garnering all these happy colored wall shots and mouth open fun times and that branded Instagram shot of positivity, where do you belong on that space? So I feel like, what is the antidote? Like, I feel like we're all getting tired of those stock Instagram images. Right. And I think that that runs into the same Kate Spade problem of, well, I can't talk about being depressed because then I'll lose my happy-go-lucky image and people will, you know, my whole posturing will shatter. Everything will shatter. Everything will shatter. It's this imagined, you know, I feel like the antidote is more celebration of the challenges, like you're saying, of voicing when you're not okay, which is something great that Jen Gotch is doing, is debunking the stereotypes. I feel like I feel like we're in the new 1950s, right? We're like in the 1950s, the what? Like we've talked about this, the white, super productive housekeeping housewife was like the model standard, and then you had we have to debunk that and saying that's that's in a a logical standard for women here's all the other things that are going on I think it's the same thing like Instagram portraying human existence as this achievement level of happy 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 be happy to be inspirational you're so happy that's you can be sad and also be inspirational like that's yeah. what I think and but then I think it's sometimes go ahead yeah I just think that yeah and I think that that's I think that's a really good point is that you can absolutely be sad and be inspirational or flawed or imperfect right or, or flawed yeah. or depressed mm-hmm. or even you know and and if you are depressed then you can also be happy and celebrate yes. your happy times yes. and like it's okay to be dep- have depression and not want to talk yeah. about it on instagram yeah like if you like to go, to go going back to what i was talking about earlier in the show like if you are a career person or if you are someone who, you know, someone's going to look up your shit online when you go to get a job, mm-hmm. um, maybe you don't want this stuff on the internet. Maybe you don't want your coworkers to know, like, that you have uh, anxiety or depression or ADHD or whatever. Like, maybe that's your your solo stuff. That's totally cool. Right. Like, um, there are... There are other social media sites on the internet besides Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the reasons I made the Awesome Ladies Project. Um, none of your job people are going to come and search the Awesome Ladies Project right. to see if, you know, you are did anything crazy as a teenager. That's a good point. Because um, <laughs> we all have. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. Um, there were a couple other things. So, so you know what? Like... One of the other things that I wanted to get into today was like Instagram actually came out earlier this week on Monday and had a press conference about like, finally, we're going to tell you how our algorithm works. <laughs> we're going to come out and like show you the man behind the curtain okay. and tell you like, here's, you know, how it works. There's not going to be any rumors anymore. So like no bullshit. So like blah, 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 blah. No one has any leg up anymore. Here's, you know, no secrets. So here's the deal. They're not going back to a chronological feed anymore, period. Like that doesn't exist. Um, apparently their main goal, quote unquote, right, 
is for you to see posts from your friends and family. Uh, how and how so, noble of them. I know, right? How, <laughs> how noble. Whatever. Um, so when you like things, that will create somewhat of a personal algorithm for you. And the more you like things, the higher those will show up in your feed. Um, and so, like, I like a lot of your photos. So your photos will show up in my feed higher. Um, if you open Instagram, like, five times a day, you're going to see more new photos at the top. If you scroll all the way to the bottom of the screen every single time, you'll see all of the photos. Mm. So they're not going to, like, hide photos from you anymore, and they're not going to, like, it's just, it's a lot more transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, the, okay, here's the quote. I'm looking at it on my computer so I don't screw it up. Past behavior on similar content and potentially machine vision analyzing of the actual content of the post. Oh, boy. Or no, machine vision analyzing. So computers will look at, uh, you know, what's in the post, what's in the comments, and analyze that for, like, you know, will Kristen like this post? What are the odds that Kristen will like this post? Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, things that will go into whether or not I like posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, who made it? You know, what is the subject line? Is it a whatever post? I don't really like super long videos that have a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. I generally listen to things on my phone on silent. Mm-hmm. So pictures and videos with captions are going to be way up on my feed. Uh, photos from you. Photos from, like, Megan. Photos from... a accounts that I like a lot with like you know mid-century modern furniture Mm -hmm. and like cute things are going to be way up top but if I scroll I will eventually see everyone's posts from all the accounts and assuming now that this machine visionary whatever fancy lingo lingo they use knows what you like assuming that Instagram has a reserve of advertisements they feel like they could weed through and flood in your face. So, Absolutely. oh, thanks so much, Instagram, for letting me see posts of my friends and family first. Like, like that is not your intention. Like, your intention is to get these advertisers that have paid you shit into people's faces the quickest. <laughs> it, it is. Right? I mean... And I think the thing that... I, I'm okay with the ads sometimes. Mm-hmm. The ads are really weird. I was getting... um, So the ads I hate the most are the... Uh, the story ads. I can't stand the story ads. What do you mean? Do you ever... You get ads in Instagram stories? Oh, yes. Yes. So... And it's like... I was getting one... And it's like this big commercial in the middle of your Instagram. I got one for like two weeks... It was win $5,000 for Michigan IVF. And I'm like, I am actively taking measures to prevent (laughs) pregnancy. Thank you very much. I don't want to win $5,000. What does that even mean, by the way? (laughs) 
who wants to like I, seriously and that's another like like giving away your information so that you can win like be careful about that on social media too like I don't know you know when things are supposed to be free or where you can win prizes yeah at what cost <laughs> right at what cost exactly yeah to wi- win five thousand dollars for ivy like that's weird that's weird that like is- that's a really weird thing to like that's a strange way to advertise your ivf services yeah. is on instagram stories yeah so the second way is like how long how long has this photo been posted? So newer photos are more likely to come up top, mm-hmm. which was you know a huge thing after the uh, Christmas New Year's debacle, and people were like, why are there Christmas trees? It's already New Year's. Um, and then it was like relationship. You know, how do you know this person? Do you comment a lot on this mm-hmm. photos? Do you tag this person in your photos a lot? So like, if you want, like if I want people to see my photos a lot, I'm gonna say, hey guys, tag me in your photos. So uh. Hey guys, tag me in your photos. <laughs> the things that they have like explicitly come out and said don't exist. Posting videos does not throw your feed up higher. Using stories now does not put stuff higher up in the feed. Mm-hmm. Um, all of, basically all of the things that are now like old wives tales are now old wives tales. There's no shadow banning, there's no like if you post multiple photos, that's doesn't put your picture up to the top anymore all that stuff I just think it's for me like I get overwhelmed when I hear you talk about this stuff because it's so much extra to think about it's so much extra yeah. to think about when I'm well, now they've made it less extra to think about right which it still feels like a lot and it just it, it just comes down to like how as a creative person do I want to use these eight different things and I think that's how I've been trying to rework it in my mind, you know, just like, how do I want to use all these things? Like to show the work that I can do to show what I have to offer. Like, it's a very confusing question. It's a very confusing puzzle and maze and it's in our life. It's not going away. And, you know, so we do as creative, as crafty as females have to think about this, but I also encourage the pulling away from it. And again, attaching like the antidote to all this mental clutter and the antidote to all this emotional distress that followers, no followers, like bring. And I just feel, you know, it's all about like having something else that's grounding us, I think, besides just the success train of how well we're doing on social media or how well we're using social media. Like there has to be something else, which is what I love about awesome ladies live coming up and just and and even your book and and being able to memory keep using that and sharing or not share like just these other things in our life focus on family putting the phone down just there's a quote I'm going to reference this probably next week too but in coming up with like god how do we combat like the social media mania and monster and madness that is happening in our lives which is basically the con of social media like being the focus right really what it is I thought about this podcast episode that I heard last year it came out in May of 2017 and it was from the Sarah R. Bagley podcast which I've mentioned on the show before and Michelle Cushat who I didn't know till I listened to her on the podcast I think she's an author now or she wrote a book but the podcast 
theme was I am and like how to define who you are. And I'll definitely link it in the show notes. But this was a quote from her. Basically what happened to her is she, at 39 years old, she was diagnosed with like a carcinoma of the tongue. And I think for a while, like she couldn't talk or she couldn't, like she was having, like she basically lost the thing that she identified or connected with who she was, like her voice, I guess, or like something like that. So, um, so this quote was basically what she found out from going through that journey of like losing a part of her that she identified as like herself. So she said, and I, I relate this to social media and kind of like how we think about ourselves and followers and how to best use this and whatever. So she said, a tree was never meant to be anchored to itself. The secret strength of a tree is that it has to wrap its roots around something that is bigger, wider, and stronger than itself. So we as humans wrap our roots and identity around ourselves, around our talents, around our relationships, around our appearance, around our career, around our hard work and efforts, like basically everything we post and try to promote. Like, look at my, me and my boyfriend, look at me and this planner page, look at, so every, like all, we just identify ourselves around all this stuff that we post. And the reality is, is what she says, that will work for a time, but the minute a storm comes, the minute something happens, the minute the wind blows, it will knock us down every time because we were never meant to be rooted to ourselves, but rather something bigger, wider, stronger, and more vast than we are. That's the only way you and I are going to stand. If you can lose it, it's not who you are. And I just am upset. Like in terms of social media, and garnering all this stuff that we could lose, all this attention, all these followers, all this like acclaim. And I, I'm going to probably reference it next week too, because I think it wraps back into like the sad events that happened this week, like between like people that are, are they, you know, have these great achievements, but it still isn't enough. Like we have to, as people to be resourceful on social media, like have a bigger scope of ourselves. Yeah. And it's so much easier to say than do, but it's a worthwhile goal, I think. If you can lose it, it's not who you are. I just I that, like that. Yeah. It's like it's such an amazing concept to me. But yeah, going back to Will I Am, he also said on that Super Soul Sunday again in the first twenty minutes, like the first twenty minutes was so good. He said in reference to now's time and I guess like how invested we are in social media he said we are in spiritual cruise control he's just like he said that like just like an iphone has hardware is hardware and it works to put out like all the stuff that makes it work he said we as humans are hardware and our what makes us work is our spirituality again it's the same i think idea of like the bigger thing that we can be rooted to like each other and connecting to like good things like I don't know and he said that this and fourth this fourth industrial revolution is a shove and a push to wake us up spiritually yeah and I think that a lot of us are trying to use are trying to figure out how you know this you know all of these new tools fit into our lives and a way to use them and a way to you know when to put them down Basically, what spirituality, whether you believe in Christianity or Zen Buddhism or even meditation, like it all is grounded in getting back to the self. Like one of the main 
beliefs of like zen, things of zen is one's mind is from the beginning of time enlightened which is you don't need again and it's the message of our podcast like you have everything you need to make things happen and make beautiful things happen have a beautiful life like without approval without validation without attention without any of these external without likes without followers like it's all those things spiritually and the bigger thing I think we need to grasp is that we are already equipped with happiness and suffering and all the good mix of things that humans are that I just feel like we lose sight of that, that we think it's the bit, the more popularity, the better this, the better, that, I don't know, and the sharing of it and the making sure you matter by posting it. And it's, it's a loss. It's a confusion. We're like, Will I am said if we if there was a bar on top of us that showed our number of like the bars of spirituality like a lot of people would have one bar like we're not connected we're not connecting right. even though we're so connected which is the paradox like well I think that's like when you were talking about the antidote to social media I think the podcast I think that what we do is one of the best antidotes to social media and like yes we share it on social media so that other people can find it mm-hmm. and so that other people can talk to us right about without social media it. wouldn't exist right but <laughs> but we're here to have authentic conversations we're here you know we're, we're not on social media so that we can advertise the show to you so that like you know stamps.com makes money right. like I, you know yeah. i don't stamps.com is the one that like advertises on all the big right. podcasts yeah. so yeah so free advertisements for stamps.com. Yeah. No, I just go to the post office to buy my stamps. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, I love the experience of the post office for the most part. I know. They have the best stamps. Yeah. I was like, what kind do you have? They have Harry Potter ones. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas ones. Ooh. I think it was last year. Two years that ago, sounds, Christmas. 2000. That sounds good. I always like, um, I always save like one or two. Yeah. So or, the, or like one of each one. Away. Same. Same. Just to remember. Um, I know, right? It's that's the memory keepers and yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that they're forever stamps now too, so that I don't lose my value of like two cents. <laughs> my God. Oh. Yeah, no, so we're the antidote to social media. Yeah. Yeah. The crafty ass female podcast. No, but it's in our tagline because we say that. We're like, we're just here to remind you. Because that's I think it's like that Zen goal of like you have everything you need and you shouldn't look for it through social media outwardly and that's what our podcast is for like to remind you of that yeah we're not gonna stop doing it if like we have we we started doing this thing because like you know maybe a couple hundred people would listen total yeah and again if that's who wants to listen to the show like we know that there are some of you who have been listening from day one and are still going to listen to us no matter what. And we still want to talk to you. Like, you are our people. And, like, first off, we just love talking to each other now. I was like, just going to say that. Conversations. Like, I need this conversation with you. Like, every week. Like, I-, I think that's what it is because I get lost. I get lost in the hype and the hoopla. Like, I need to be reminded on the daily. And I just think we as women need to be reminded on the daily. Because it's just like bathing. I feel like you can't just bathe once and think like, oh, I'll be clean yeah, forever. I'm like, good, right? you have to I have that. Yeah, yeah. That's what that was like? Oh, okay. I get it now. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to you have to refresh yourself and, and, and keep at it on the daily. Reminding yourself and tuning back into that 
spiritual place inside yourself that knows you're worthy, that knows you're good enough, that knows you're capable, that knows you have the tools. Right, because God only knows between Mondays, like, we forget it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, right, I mean, we're not going to stop doing this, even if, like, you know, our wonderful upward growth dips off like that's not that's not what we're here for right we're not here for the metrics we're here because this is awesome and if you can lose it it's not who you are and so this podcast is not who we are but we need the podcast to remind us who we are we are worthy creatures with stories that can connect with each other like yeah yeah so it just all ties in and i think social media again pro is a good con to get that message across is a good what did I say? Is a pro is a good way to get that message across, and con can get all twisted and confused in the hype and advertisement and land of brands that now like exists. Like totally. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So on after chatter, I'm gonna talk like about how I've spent the last six. Okay, June first week of June. Okay, yeah. So how have I spent the last six or seven weeks? trying to come up with a social media strategy for Are You Kristen and the Awesome Ladies Project and how it's been, like, psyching me the hell out. And um, I've written down... In a good way know, or bad like, way? Oh, uh, both? Okay. Definitely both. I'm, like, almost there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. I've written down somewhere between two and 300 post-its. It's, like, crazy. I've gone through so much work. I, I feel like I know what I want to say. But I second and third and fourth and fifth mm. guess myself, which means I'm so overcomplicating it. And I just need to like be like, here, yeah. Instagram, yeah. this is what I have to say. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about that more. Let's do um, it. Yeah. Otherwise, right. like, uh, just more vulnerable social media shit, like always. Yes, please. Yeah. Just yes, please. Yeah. Come, come and chat are. with us on uh, on Discord on our private Patreon-only Discord channel. It's, like, the coolest thing. It's my favorite thing to go in there and check every day and just chat with everyone. I love chatting. Um, it's my favorite, like, I think that's one of my favorite social media channels because, like, no one no one knows that that yeah. exists. Yeah. And you can really be vulnerable in there. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, and oh, casual yeah. and relaxed. It's so casual. Yeah. I liked when we had uh, around Mother's Day and we were each posting there, like, what we were thinking about like share like giving for mother's day or like what we made oh yeah the project share yeah. chat is so great there's so many good chats so there's project share um i just made one for episodes it's so good come and um come and join you only have to be a one dollar patreon supporter so come support us for a dollar um but really come support us for five dollars so you get the after chatter and you can yeah. come listen to us um or ten dollars so you can watch us because uh watching us is so much fun because we're <laughs> hilarious um, and you get to be with so us. Goofy. And when we have uh, interviewees, you get to be with them too. And they're amazing. Every every interviewee is amazing. And um, the interviewees that are coming are going to be even, uh, I don't want to say more amazing, because everyone we had has been incredible. Equally amazing. But yeah, more of the same. Yeah. More of the same as always. More of the so, same goodness. Um, next week's show is going to be, next week's show is going to be good. It's going to be. I think it's um, going to be important. I, we always kind of bounce one. off each other what is the show that needs to happen as opposed to what is the show we want to make? You know, what show is the world calling for? Yeah. I think this is going to be another important one. We're going to talk some more about uh, tangible steps to make sure you're taking care of your mental health. And uh, 
and some of the stuff that's been going on in the news because yeah. it's it's sad. Yeah. And we want to make sure that um we're doing everything that we can to make sure that our friends and our families and our loved ones are taking care of themselves. Yes. So we want to make sure you're taking care of yourself because we love you and uh and we want to hang out with you and be friends with you and make sure that you're doing okay. Um so we'll catch you next week. And if you want to listen to previous episodes of the show, go to craftyassfemale.com. If you want to leave us a rating and review, head over to iTunes, and we'll love you even more. And if you want to support us on Patreon, and get like amazing bonus stuff, and be cool, and hang out with us on Discord, and chat, and chat, and chat, then you should totally do that. Go to patreon.com slash craftyassfemale, and uh, otherwise we will catch you next week. Lots of love. Bye-bye.